those kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. You'll stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. Welcome to Welcome to Dead Cats. (laughs) Welcome to Welcome to Dead Cats. I see what you just did there, Daniel Montgomery. I appreciate you seeing me for who I am, Matthew Scott Montgomery. Oh, tanks. We are about to get into some kitties. (laughs) This one has stayed with me my entire life. This one... I don't really didn't really remember it. Oh really? I remember it. It's nasty. It's why do you downright it's, nisty nasty? Why do you think it sticks out so much to you? I'll point it out when we get to the part. But there's a part in the story that scared me as a kid, and I've never not thought about it. In fact, when I was on a date with Cat recently, believe it or not, Cat and I we have a monthly movie date, Kit-Kat. and we went out to and we were just waiting in line to buy snick snacks at the new Beverly Quentin Tarantino's movie theater here in West Hollywood or here in Hollywood. Definitely go. Um, we were just talking about cats. They came up, and I asked her if this certain thing was true about cats because I'd read it in an Arl Stein short story and scared me my entire life. And she laughed and said it wasn't true. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear what that is. And Daniel and I are very allergic to cats. Well, we are very allergic to cats. But last night I was at a party and I bonded. I bonded with a cat. I cu- the cat just wanted to cuddle. It was it acted like a dog. It was so sweet. She Whose was so cat sweet. Was this? She, my friend Scott. Like she she. She just curled up in my arms and wanted to nuzzle me so sweet. I never sneezed. I never had a problem. And he said because his girlfriend or whatever is allergic to cats and they live together. And he said that he shampoos the cat every week. What? I know. And that he keeps the place very clean. And that's why I'm not, I don't sneeze when I tickle her. And she was a very, very, she's a very special cat. Yeah, now that I think about it, it's been a while since I've had an allergic reaction to a cat. But I do take medication every time I go visit. Cat and Alex Cats, um, Simon and Arthur. Yes. But I wonder what would happen if I didn't take my meds. This cat was like Simon and Arthur, except if if she if if they were half basically half the size. Really? And were like at their tip top friendliest. Aww. Like their tip top like playful. Well I gotta tell you this cat in this story ain't 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 friendly at all. Mmm. We're reading today we're talking about a cat's tail. And our protagonist is a girl named Marla. And Marla has just moved to River Falls. From New York City. And now she's living in the country. This is our very first cat story in the Goosebumps canon, yes? Yes. And, and it's, it won't be our, our last. last. We have Cry of the Cat. We have Claws. Claws. There's, there's more things that come up. But yeah, this is the first time talking about cats. So Marla's not used to living in the country where the thunderstorms are so loud. Why are the thunderstorms so loud here? I miss things in the city. Her little brother Scott is telling scary stories downstairs. Great names. And Marla's kind of scared. And oh. as he's telling these scary stories, all the lights go out. Oh, baby, when the lights go out. Da, 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 da. 
So it's because of the storm, of course. And a brand there's a branch scratching, scratching the window. <gasps> Michelle branch. Is that just And it's driving Marla crazy. Oh no. She's gotta stop that scratching, so she opens the window mm. and feels around in the dark to push that branch away. And when she does, something hairy and wet and big flies through the window and hits her chest. Oh no, is it my ex-boyfriend? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He had no hair below his eyebrows. Oh, bitch. Long, sharp nails scratch her arms and neck. And Wait, she sees this does sound like glowing... my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop it. Don't. She is, This thing has two glowing green eyes and lets out some high-pitched screeches. Wait, two glowing green eyes lets out high-pitched screeches and has long, sharp nails? Sounds like the guy that spent the night a couple weeks ago. Oh, girl. I'm just kidding. He had brown eyes. Stop. <laughs> and her family runs in, and she screams and screams and screams, and they say, oh, Marla, it's just a cat. Oh, Marla, it's just a cat. And Marla says, oh, mom, can I kiss? Keeper. <laughs> and they say, okay, Marla, but just for tonight. And Marley says, I'm going to name her Misty. Ooh, play Misty for me. And Misty gets to sleep on her bed. Ooh. Misty follows Marla into the shower the next morning. And I was oh. like, what is this, my ex-boyfriend? <laughs> and <laughs> Misty loves the water. Can you imagine a cat that loves the water? Nope. And not only that, in the morning, she follows Marla to breakfast and tries to eat her eggs. Lol. <laughs> Isn't this story scary? I told you this one haunted me my whole life. And um, Marla's mom gives some Misty some tuna and some milk. And some milk? And tells the kids, hey kids, you can go to the swim club today if you want. We just joined. And Marla says, okay. So she goes to get changed and says goodbye, but Misty won't stop crying. And Marla goes, oh, I don't want to leave Misty all alone. So her brother Scott just goes to the pool, and Miss and Marla stays home with Misty all day. Oh, my little Misty baby. That night, um, Marla's pretty jealous of all the fun Scott had at the pool. And she looks at Misty curled up in her lap and says, you know what? Aww. It was worth it, She just though. looks at that pussy in her lap and knows it was worth it. That night, Marla has a bad dream. What are you talking about? That she and her friends were in Central Park. No, please. And a stranger grabbed her mouth from behind oh, and she no, couldn't Oh no, a stranger breathe. grabbed my mouth. And she wakes up and sees that Misty's sitting on her face and she couldn't breathe. Like my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Misty presses real hard on her face, so hard that Marla almost dies. But right before she's about to die because she's being suffocated by this cat, she pulls Misty's neck so hard, as hard as she possibly can, and yanks Misty off of her. Okay, I'm going to pause this right here. This is what haunted me my entire life. What, cat sitting on yo face? Yes, like falling asleep and then a cat crawling into my room and sitting on my face and suffocating me all night. Cat I told you that cats don't do that? Yes, and she cat, said... you don't know what you're talking cat about. Cat kind of laughed and she was like, well, I guess maybe like the cat would want the warmth. And she says that Arthur, I think it was Arthur, would sit on her chest in the middle of the night, which... Ugh, like, I'm, for some reason, maybe it's because I'm allergic to cats and don't know them very well, but, like, if a dog's going to sleep with me, because when I house and dogs sit, they, like, sleep all up in my face and all my grill, but they're really polite, and they, like, 
they know when it's time to go to bed and like they're cuddle monkeys but like with a cat that that frightens me because i feel like if i sleep with a cat it's gonna it's gonna scratch my eyes out in the middle of the night That's or it's it gonna will. cover my mouth with its with its itchy allergic body and suffocate my ass just like a cat's tail no it's a cat's what all cats want to do is, uh, is kill you yeah that's true no i know it's true except for that little sweetie i tickled with last night oh baby <laughs> um marla immediately runs downstairs with misty and tells her parents that misty tried to kill her yeah and and cat and marla's mom or cat just told her that the cat was just trying to get warm and that's what cats do they're just trying to get warm and marla kind of is like I don't think I trust Misty. Mm. The next day, when Marla's about to leave, Misty this is where cries. It gets, this is where it gets nuts. Cries again, but Marla's like, "Um, I'm gonna go to the swim club today, girl. You can calm down." Yeah, chill and out, bitch. Marla goes up. She's at the swim club, feeling herself, and she's going to the high dive and is about to dive, but suddenly, she doesn't want to go in the water, and. She doesn't know why, but she backs away from, you know, off the the diving board and something scratches her leg and she falls off the diving board into the pool. Oh and gosh. she's freaked out. And she She's freaking out. She can't swim and a lifeguard saves her and wraps her tight, 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 tight in a towel. And, and y'all, whatever scratched her leg, scratched it so deeply and hard that there's blood seeping soaking the towel but that means they have to like redo the pool right because there's blood in the water yeah and scott's like oh i'm so sorry marla here let me bring misty over to help you and ma and marla's like what is misty doing here mom told you to leave her at home like what this is crazy and scott's like well she followed you up the high dive that's so crazy like, she's, she's here. I guess she showed up. She's being stalked by a cat. That night, um, Marla's mom makes spaghetti and meatballs. Marla's favorite. Yum. Um, you know, just to make her feel better. But I don't know. Marla doesn't really feel like having spaghetti and Is meatballs. Is there something else she would rather have? Yeah, she asked her mom, Hey, mom, could I have some tuna casserole or some milk? <laughs> All night long, Marla hears whispers. Whispers saying, I love this, you guys. This. I love this so Whisper much. Whisper it. Nine lives. Nine lives. I will have thy body before I've lived my nine. Thy life is mine, and mine is thine. And Marla's like, Who said that? But. She doesn't know because the only thing in the room is with her is Misty. Wait a second. I'm so confused. What could that be? Oh, maybe I'll go downstairs and have some tuna. Marla goes to the swim club again the next day and she plays volleyball. Yes, yes, girl. She's having a great Summertime, time. Summertime, yes, hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. After a game, she gets ice cream with her best friend, Sarah Melissa, Melissa um, who tell her she should join the team at school. Oh my You're God, good I at love volleyball. that. Thank but you. in the middle of a conversation, a mouse runs by. Oh no, not a mouse. And Melissa and Sarah scream, but Marla pounces on it and holds it up in her paw, in her hand. And Sarah and Melissa are like, what the fuck? Gross. Why are you doing that you freak and marla doesn't know why she did it she's so embarrassed and she can't believe that she embarrassed herself in front of the two coolest junior high girls in school and marla kind of feels like i don't know see if this makes any sense to you matthew she feels like she's been acting cat-like she's been feeling feline she's been getting all pussyfied and She kind of feels like, I don't know, Misty is taking over her body and mind. Do you ever hear a song that, like, takes over your body? Ooh. 
and she thinks, I've got to get rid of Misty. So when she gets home, she grabs Misty, puts her in her bike basket, and pedals to the animal shelter and drops her off. And that's how the story ends. Wasn't that good, you guys? Well, No, but when she gets home, she sees that there's a black cat on the porch. It's a Misty. No, Misty, how'd you get back here? No, Misty, not my Misty. That night, she hears the same whispers again. Nine lives. You know, all that, all that or whatever. And she's like, who is doing this? And in the morning, right before dawn, she's like, no, I'm getting this cat out of here. And she takes Misty and puts it in a carrier with a heavy lock on it. Get out of here. She puts the carrier in her bike basket and rides it to the bus station. Time for Misty to take a trip. But it's 30 minutes till the next bus. So she just puts the carrier down, goes to get a soda. When she hears a no. And a man run towards run t- runs toward her. A man runs towards her and is like devastated. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I ran over your cat with my big red truck." He says, "Why did you let it out of its carrier?" And Marla's like, "Who cares? She's Marla's not even dead. upset. Now Misty's dead and gone. Dead and gone. And that night she sleeps peacefully with a big smile on her face until she hears the whisper." And now we're going to read the first paragraph last paragraph of this short fury story. Come on down, Marla, my little brother Scott called. We're telling ghost stories. Eight lives, eight lives left. I will have thy body before I've lived my nine. Thy life is mine, and mine is thine. It's such a dumb, fun story. I love this one so much. In fact, this might... This is really up there for my favorite one of this entire anthology of 10 short stories. Oh, that makes me that makes me happy. I just really like it. I mean, I think there's like I think there's like a couple ideas in here that aren't like fully fleshed out, you know what I mean? Like I think like I think there's enough in here to make a full book. You know what I mean? Like I like this idea of like a cat stalking her and like stealing her lot like I think there's two things where it's like there's like the nine lives thing where the cat's like trying to take over her life. And then I think there's a different thing where she's turning into a cat. But I kind of, I kind of like both a whole lot. And I think this one is a total blast. Yeah, it really is a lot of fun. I also love it when there's like chants or like poetry or like kind of phrases that are said, like "Beware the snowman, my child," or like "Turn to gray," or like you know, "Thy life is mine and mine is thine." Like I love that shit. It's yeah, like, it's dumb, and I love it. I love it so much. Ooh, if you want to tell us a little cat's tale, you can reach out to us on um. Or email address, welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. If you want to put cat emojis, uh, emojis on my social media and comment and post and tweet at me with just silly pussy emojis, um, my Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery and my Twitter is iRobotEugene. My Instagram is Daniel X Montgomery and my Twitter is Daniel Montgomery. Yeah, Black Cat Nine Life Short Days Long, Long Nice Living on the Edge, Not Afraid, afraid to Die. die. Be real strong, but not the love. Better watch out for you. Next story is a real shocker. Yeah, it actually is. We're going to slip you the shocker next time. Ooh, you're going to get shocked. Yeah. So. so we'll see you on that dirty old beach. If you meow. <laughs>